peace of mind conversation right now. We're just gonna have a, a mellow talk. I wanna welcome every <clears throat> I wanna welcome everyone to this video chat. This video, this PSMCOR exclusive. <laughs> I can call it that, huh? PSMCOR exclusive. Today I wanted to just have a frank conversation about, you know, some of the things that I've seen along this journey that I constantly pushed, don't judge your journey. You know, along my journey, I've <clears throat> I've seen a lot of, I don't want to say ups and downs. A lot of us have seen a lot of ups and downs. A lot of us have, have seen a lot of hurt, pain. You know, some of us have seen more than we would call our share. But when, you know, I look at my journey, you know, the only journey I really can identify with, I've seen, you know, others on their journey, but I only know their journeys in part. But when you start to look back over your own per <clears throat> personal journey, you can answer some of your questions on where you are right now. You know, why in certain areas you're strong, why in certain areas you're not. Why some things you allow to just, you know, go by and you don't even let them bother you. You know, sometimes you just, you're okay with it. Sometimes, you know, through life, it threw you a lot of curveballs. It threw me a lot of curveballs. Some you knocked out the park, some, unfortunately, you swung with all your might and missed, came up with air. But, you know, with, with all of those curveballs in life and those ups and downs and those things that we went through in life, we can say that we've learned along our journey. Some of the learning was intentional from others. Some was, you know, heartfelt and instructional. Let me use that word. Some of the education that we gained along the way was instructional. And some was through experience. And through the instructional and through the experience together, we learned. We learned. Brings you to a familiar point, and I always got to throw scripture in because it's a part of me. Jesus said, learn of me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He said, learn of me. But through life, through putting the instructional together and the educational together, you learn. And, we, and we've learned that there are a lot of people going through some of the same things as you have and you are. So you take yours in stride even stronger. You don't become one who want to deflect or delegate or share your burden with others because you see the burden that they themselves are carrying. And, and, and we've seen that in life, you know. I mean, me, I've you know, been married since you know, 1992. I, and thankful to God that we're still one and, and she's my best friend, my confidant, my best critic, my worst critic, my everything. Because we've traveled this journey, this path so long. And in some cases, 
there were things that if I were on this journey alone, I wouldn't have seen in me. Because the longer someone's on the journey, it's not that they just become or they begin to look like and act like. They begin to take on the characteristics of who they are walking with. And believe it or not, it doesn't always happen in a bad sense. See, when you say people, you know, they affect people in this type of way or that type of way, that's only saying that you know exactly where it is that they are coming from. That their encounter with that person, in your opinion, may have been a worse place, but in their summation of everything that was going on, it's a better place. So to them, that's a, a, a better place to be. And in and, 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 and our walk and, and in things that we have been, you know, fortunate to see along the way in life, we begin to give thanks and not look so hard on others or be so judgmental. We become more easygoing. It's not that things are getting by. It's not that things don't bother us and it's not that things aren't important or significant. It's just that at that present moment in time, we haven't figured it out if it's even worth, worth addressing. Another good principle of wisdom given by our Lord. And he said, no king goes to war without first counting the cost. Lest he begins the war and is not able to finish the war and he's put to shame. You know, so you want to make sure that when in your, in your life, if you've paid attention to your journey and I'm using me as an example, you become more, it's not easy going, you become more lenient before you pass judgment because you've found in your own walk that given the right instructional mixed with the education that the person can learn and what they'll do is they'll do better so you give that space you give that time and you let them work out what it is their kinks you let them work out what it is that you don't understand about them some things you can recall because a tree is known by the fruit that it bears. Perfect. But another thing is, you don't want to become overbearing. You don't want to become where people are dependent on you versus they appreciate your support. Let me put it that way. Because in them becoming dependent on you, you have to be careful, and this is something I learned just recently, that you do not become dependent on them. So it's like a counter-dependency, which is not a good relationship, you know, to have. So you're supposed to be there for people. So you're not just allowing things to pass, but you're also monitoring that everyone is being able to learn to stand on his or her own feet. It's not watching to the point of dismay or, or, or absolution or, or failure. It's looking at it from the point of, I'm here. And it's almost as if, it's as if God is saying it to us. Ask and it shall be given. I'm here, ask for help. And maybe in that help, I can extend that hand. But in the case of God, he always does ask and it shall be given. 
good measure, shaken together, running over shell. God calls men to give into your bosom. Now, I know I kind of narrowed it. Let me say it right. It says, knocking it shall be opened unto you. Seeking you shall find. Asking it shall be given. For everyone that asketh, receiveth. Everyone that seeketh, findeth. And everyone that, that's how it goes. I just kind of off on it right now. But in your case and in my case, if we ask someone for help, it's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of recognizing the support that someone else can offer you in your time of need. Again, just like in scripture, come boldly unto the throne of grace that you may obtain of help and mercy in your time of need. You want to obtain it when you need it. So as you walk through life, and I'm back to me again, I, I, I tend not to sometimes try not to be burdensome because if anybody recognizes the plight of so many, I recognize it. I've made my life on recognizing the plight and the problems and the hurts of so many. Because it is in that, it is in that, that we understand our own. See, no man is an island created or, or left to himself. Just like no scripture is an island left for any private interpretation. You find things about yourself and others, and here's another good act, caption, is that because of the knowledge of the scripture, I understand that we come from man, and man was one. So I know in part, and if I know in part, then parts of me and parts of my explanations are in others. And mainly if I don't have access to my family tree or my genealogy just at my disposal to know everyone in my family and in my heritage, I have to sift through the people that are around me. So it behooves me to be vigilant and be alert. But at times it puts you also in a lonely place. Because your participation in trying to further someone else's well-being, someone else's happiness, it takes you into places that only you can go. And, and, and I'm not talking mysterically, I mean mystically or mysteriously or anything like that. I'm talking very sensibly. Some of you have been there for your friends, family, for loved ones, whether in the natural or in the supernatural or in the mental. You had to take yourself into different places. That's why during times in life you've characterized yourself by different names, different people. As you matured, different plateaus in life were developed. So you became someone different. So we've all had to mentally put ourselves in other places to, to build. You have to try to see things your brother's way or your sister's way. Paul said it this way, I have become all things to all men that I might win some. It's not an effort to overcome some with knowledge and understanding, no. It's so compassion and grace can flow through you and you can be that conduit that God wants you to be in the life of so many. And that end is your personal challenge. Forget the challenges of day-to-day -day living. Forget the challenges of every day, you know, just me, you, and everybody else is around. But it's just you being real to what it is that you are. So when you see someone else stumbling, you're more likely to offer assistance. You see someone else in trouble, you're more likely, if possible, to help them. At times, you may even go above and beyond, as we call it in our lives, the call of duty. But because, you know, we've seen so much, 
you know, we've been there, it's it's almost that you cry from within, like, how long, oh God? You constantly see the manipulation. You constantly see the misinformation. You constantly see the hurt, the sin. And, and, and it's summed up in that, as God said, for the love of many, because sin shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. And you see it, that people are angry at each other because I make a mistake in my way of thinking and you have one way of thinking and our two ideas, they clash and we get mad and we allow, again, back in an earlier episode, I always go back into the podcast, we allow them to become the differences between us. And we, we just go our merrier ways for a little while. And as we go our merrier little ways with those differences between us, again, in a podcast earlier, we know they become the differences in us, which are harder to overcome than just moving a person, place, or thing, or an idea that may have come between us. So in our maturity, we want to make sure that we're on the same wavelength as people. People might not see it our way. They might not understand it like we understand it right now. We, we grow differently, but in principle, it will always be the same. In Isaiah, it was called line upon line, precept upon precept. They were called precepts. Everyone will be the same, no matter what your culture, your etymology, your, your, your geographical location, your nationality, your ethnicity. The precept will be the precept regardless of where you are. And those are the things that we will have in common, for the Spirit bears witness one to another. Iron sharpens iron. Blessed is he that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for he shall be filled. Filling stations are far, few and far between sometimes. Sometimes they come rapid. But there's a promise in there. So after living a life and, and, and coming from one part of the world where... It's more liberal, but yet it's more diverse. Resources are limited, but there's more sharing. Poverty is more rampant, but because of the poverty, there's a closeness in the neighborhood to a place where resources are more readily available. People are more conservative to a place where people are not afraid to stand their ground and say who they are. To a people who are not as open to different ethnicities. To a people who are not open because of their lack of understanding. Now I want to share a word right here that may mean a lot of sense. And that word is ignorance. On both sides you have ignorance. On both sides you have manipulation of information between both sides. And it's those that want to keep those two sides separate. And having lived both sides. And by the precepts and principles of both sides, you see clearer. You understand life better because you came, as he said, as a child. It was never a person that decided to go the path that person decided to go. For the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. You don't establish whether or not you're good to God. God knows you inside and out. God determines if you're good. Now, I'm not determining myself. I'm just praying that my steps have been ordered of the Lord. And by everything I've learned and everything I've known, we can look back and say, I'm very clear. I know of whom I am persuaded. I know of whom I believe. I'm persuaded. And that's fine. People can get to wherever they want to get. 
I am persuaded. And I pray that that persuasion that I have here, I can grab hold of here. I kind of get it, become one with it on this journey because I know that I was able to be led and guided into more and more truth. And it came from so many different avenues, so many different people. But because of the principle, the precepts, the foundations, what was made on that buffet that looked good, some of the things were good and some of the things weren't. But I let God be true and all those people be liars. I let God decide what was good for me and not good for me. And I pray that everyone is doing that. You're casting your care. Man, I mean, people are here to get the best of you, man. They're here to proselyte you. They're here to convert you. They're here to transform your thinking. They're here to use you. They're here to manipulate you. They're here to get the best out of what, whatever, whether good, bad, ugly, black, or green. There are people out here. So we just put these safe regards in there and we give God the glory. That our steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. And we line them up. As we learn, we didn't just grab it one day and say, Ha-ha, we got it. No. It came through instruction and education together with experience. And it made learning. And in all that, there were scrapes and bruises and, you know, bad decisions. Pages in the history book of life that... By the grace of God, if we had the power, we'd go back and tear them out. But we'd be irrational in doing so because if those pages that we would love to tear out, that we look back and we can see the mercy and the grace of God. Instead of condemnation as the world would like for us to see it, we see the mercy and grace. Because as we came beyond that point, we can look back at that point and say, hmm, I was ignorant there. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Because now I can look back and see I once was blind. Now I see. Now I see. So woe is me if someone is coming through those same channels and I become a different person on them than I would have liked someone to be on me at that time when I was coming through. So that's where that leniency and that leadway comes into play. It comes into play right there. It's like, man, you know, if you just keep moving, keep walking, you'll figure it out. You can't give them the cheat because they're not ready for the cheat as you weren't ready for the cheat sheet right there. There was no understanding and all thy getting, get understanding. We got to remember that. And all you're getting, get understanding of where you are and what it is that you're going through. Hey, this is just a... Uh, talk, a conversation, just to help, you know, share me, <laughs> you know, hey, if nothing else, there are things and conversations that you would have longed to have in your life that now we get to have, you know, once back in the day, people see people talking, they always assumed something's wrong with them, they must be talking to themselves, but if you begin to look back, I've seen a lot of it over life, let me tell you. I mean, I, I don't always want to put this in there. I hate the eye syndrome because of it all by his grace. But I'm going to give God the glory in this. As a, as a child, again, that comes from one side to the other side, I was blessed, you know, to meet a lot of wonderful people. And these people were in nursing homes, rehabs, uh, jail, house arrests, prisons. 
you know, I had the, the blessed hope of meeting people from all different walks and aspects of life. So talking to them and listening to them, not with my eyes nor with my ears, but listening with my heart, their stories became a part of who I am today. In both thankfulness, education, instruction, experience. So you put it all on the table. So when you share something with the world, maybe they don't understand. Maybe they look at you as a know-it-all, but they don't realize that you talk to a few, and if I'm gonna use some, I'm gonna use some, uh, some, some figmentations right quick. If you use some contractors, you don't know them all, but yet you talk to one. You're building a house. You talk to contractors. You get them to come in. And you get them to give you an estimate, and to do your due diligence and to do your homework, you go get you another one and get another estimate, and then you get you another one and get an estimate. Yeah, you were looking for a number in that. But through it, you gained experience. You followed them along, so they instructed you on what moves needed to be made. So when you spoke with them, you gained, ex you gained instruction. And you, and, and you gained experience, because you were with them. So now when the next one came in, you were able to be a little further along. And that's what it is in the kingdom. As I got a chance to witness and talk to all these people, you saw life from so many different viewpoints. And because you saw it, you were able to say and hear their story. And the reason they share their story is not to glory or glamorize themselves. They share their story because they know the field you're in. And not only are they looking for help, they hope to help someone else. And being that that's not their call, and you're there for them, they hope and pray in the spirit that you would bring it out to others, lest they meet the same demise or same situation or whatever, if it's, whatever it is, if it's good, bad, or ugly. But there's a lot that life has brought out, a lot that things, you know, being married, being in the North, <clears throat> excuse me, being in the South, being a very, very true follower of, of, of hip hop. I have to throw that in there. You know, there were some challenges in early hip hop that put me on this path. And, it, and it's real, it, it really is. It was some challenges that were in early hip hop that put me on the path to wherever I, I guess I am. And whatever I guess is there, you know. I mean, it was some of the stories, some of the knowledge I heard come from them at my time during the 80s. It was, it was some of that that came along and it was like, wow, I'd like to know that. And it was just that I wasn't getting that or I wasn't paying attention long enough or I was too elementary to understand that the teachers eventually would, I don't know, lead you there. I don't know if they would have. But to hear it in the album and in tape and... and, and you know, from different aspects of life and knowing where I'm coming from and knowing that the guys that are talking about this come from a more populated, more diverse area that I'm on. 
outskirts of this area, but I'm not in this area. And everything I'm hearing is about this area. So, and then you start to learn from there. And, you know, I don't give too many names out, but, you know, it was a few of them that were, you know, very, very instrumental in my, my walk, my early years. And, you know, I know at one point Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind, I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You know, if you look at the two lives and you look at your life, you have learned and you've matured enough to know what things God put there and God didn't. Jesus made it real clear. He said, my sheep, they know my voice. Now, I want to tell you something. You're the only one and I'm the only one that's bound by time. God told the prophet Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb of your mother, I knew you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations, not just one nation, to the nations. Therefore, every nation can eat from the prophet Jeremiah. But when you, when you realize that, 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 that God knows you, Way, way before you even, even got there. So when you start to learn these things throughout life, and me in that early 80s years hearing this, I look back over it and I can say, because it lines up with where I am. It was the charge. It was the challenge. It's the same challenge you find in Scripture. Study to show yourself approved unto God. What was the challenge? While you're there in class learning your his story, learn a little your story, the real story. That's the same challenge. And by the way, hashtag KRS-One for that one. That came from KRS-One. But a lot that I've learned through years, it came from the challenge and hearing people like himself, Chuck D from Public Enemy, hearing people like Rock Kim, you know, hearing people like Flavor Flav in that time, you know, Spike Lee, what he was doing, you know, sharing those things and coming up through those times, you know, learning, learning, you know, what's going on in the world through hip hop. You know, learning what's going through the world, you know, from a standpoint of you have a voice, from a standpoint of stand up. It was a challenge, public enemy, you know, it was a challenge, you know, uh, there, there's a few more, a Tribe Called Quest, uh, Jungle Brothers, uh, uh, you know, things like that. You know, those Big Daddy Kane, Juice Crew, MC Shan, Biz Marquee, you know, there's a lot of those from that New York area and somewhere around there, you know. But those principles in that past, you know, said forgetting those things which are behind. Some of the things were principally oriented because those young boys were grabbing it from the same thing. They were trying to find their way. And there was a blessing. Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness. Now that doesn't go for whether you're a Muslim, whether you're a Christian, whether you're a Buddhist, whether you're a Hindu. As long as you're thriving for it, for the purpose of aligning with the one, that's hunger. You're not doing it to manipulate or get out on top or being able to chastise others. You're doing it for the sole purpose of lining that inner you up. That's your hunger. That's your thirst. He asked the question of his disciples one day. He said, shall you also leave? And they asked him a real good question. Peter said, to whom shall we go? For you have the words of eternal life. Now, now I know y'all can twist that and throw that and do whatever you want with it. But think about it. You're in a place where you have hope and you're holding on to that hope. 
Everyone is walking away from that hope, but you know that this is the only hope you have. And that hope says, huh, they're all leaving. You gonna leave too? Now, I don't care if you in China. I don't care if you in Timbuktu. I don't care if you in Moscow. I don't care if you in Saudi Arabia. That hope is saying to you, are you also going to leave me? And your response to that hope is why? You have what I'm looking for. And, and, and that's those principles in life, those things that you don't turn from. You hold on to them. You've learned to hear that voice. You've learned to hear that hope. You've learned to see that direction. You've learned to be obedient. Yeah, a lot of times you may learn it alone. Maybe sometimes it's a dumb move to so many more. But you understand what you're doing. Sometimes you walk it alone and hey, God bless you. But if you're walking alone and you're walking in the presence of Almighty God, keep walking. God will bring those around you that need to be around you to encourage you, to strengthen you. But likewise, you do same because we do unto our neighbors as we would have them do unto us. We don't rebuke and we don't push back and we don't get offended by chastisement. We just pray that that chastisement is what God has offered because we will go through for he that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. And that's kind of this conversation here. You know, it's it's where where we are, and you know, I'm using myself as that example. This is the life I've been through. You know, I thank God that I get to find so many of my friends and old friends, and some were close friends, some weren't close friends, some associates, some people I knew, friends of associates. Hey, some good relationships, some bad relationships. Those that are there that are doing well, God bless them. Those that are struggling, I pray for you. I pray you do the same for me. But we are, I thank God that we're all still here. I thank God that we're still moving. Those that went on before us, before us, God knew. And God knows. You know, I mean, it's, it's a blessed time, but it's a time that we make peace. It's a time that we find who we are. It's a time we lay that blame aside. That blame had to come around. We had to have that blame for someone. And it's amazing that even to this day, so many look so far away from the one that took all the blame. It said he took the sin of the world. Now, I know so many other people want to keep it. Go ahead and keep it. If you choose to keep it. For those that choose otherwise, please. There was one that said, look, I'll take it. You don't have to throw the blame on each other. I'll take it. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All have sinned. Okay, I get it. While you were dead in sin and trespass, I took care of it. I sent forth Christ. Even though he looked at that cross and he despised it. It was shameful after all he had done. He had wrestled all night in the field of Gethsemane that night. But at the end of the day, he said, nevertheless, not my will, thy will be done. He said, I'll take it. But you have so many today, and we needed it, the blame. But when you're real with yourself and who you are, you don't make that change immediately. You make that change internally. You begin to change you, and you begin to look at you honestly. And you begin to deal with you honestly.
And as you deal with you honestly, others will see your good works because your light will be shining. And because your light is shining and that change is taking place, they know it's not you. And they see these works coming out of you as they did Jesus when Nicodemus came to him by night and said, we see these good works. No one can do this except he is sent from God. They see your good works, but this is the time you don't take it on yourself. They give God the glory. You don't take it on yourself. Jesus said, verily, verily, I say unto you, let's get it off of that. So I'm saying that. I'm saying, you know, be, be clear on who you are. The peace you have. The peace that you have. You find that inner peace and no one can steal it. He said, my peace I give you, not like the world give it. You can find that peace. Hey, we're all still looking for it. I'm just talking about me. Just talking about me. You know, we have all these opinions, all these ideas of each other. We're all walking not the same road. I, I, I appreciate Shirley Caesar singing that song. And I know who the crowd she was singing it to. And I thank you and I listen to it every chance I get. That we're all walking the same road. But in this world, outside of that kingdom, the road that she was talking of. There's a way that seemeth right on the man that's the opposite road. But we're all walking from so many directions, so many backgrounds, so many experiences, so many happenings in our lives, so many stories to tell. So many, so many things that we knew people would never even want to hear. And we just bear it alone. But there is one, the one that extended his hands. He said, take up my, your cross and follow me. He said, my burden is easy. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. But you have to do something. You have to learn of me. And those are your experience. You look back through your journey. Don't judge your journey. You look. You don't have to go over with a thousand people. If you find someone doing likewise, hey, join them. Two are better than one. But in that concept, it will be two that God brought together because how could two be together lest they agree? So as you start to find and change you and however you decide and whichever road you're taking, I don't care where you are. You're looking for God. You ain't looking for a building. You ain't looking for a title. You ain't looking for a, a position. You're just looking at peace. That peace that the world don't understand. You say, I'm having a hard time believing. You know, how, how, how you do it? It ain't no how. You just do it. There ain't no scripted book. He that cometh to God must first believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of them that do diligently seek him. Hey, first I realize I have a diligent walk ahead of me. It's going to be hard. I got to stick to it. I got to go through it even when I don't feel like going through it. When I'm not even feeling my best, I got to go through it because I got to be diligent. Hey, you know why? Because there's something at the end of the road. And you know what? I believe it because I believe to get there, I got to go through God. So he that cometh to God must believe that he is and he is a rewarder of them that do diligently seek him. The reward comes with diligence. So how do you make it? You just do. You just do. You get yourself off that judgment seat. You get yourself off of that picky, that choosy seat. You start living. You become what it is that you want to. Because the precept and the principle will not change. You can't change it. As you deviate or verge or merge or move or, or step out of place, the principle will not change. God does not change. You'll change and you'll know you change. Who cares if you fool everybody else? You know the truth. 
And that's where we'll leave this episode at. I went a little further than I wanted to. I wanted to stop at about 20 minutes. I went 35 minutes. I want to thank everyone for this time. I, I don't know if there'll be a part two. This was just a talk. I don't know. I put part two sometimes. I don't even know if I mean part two. It's just one big conversation, folks. At PSMCOR, changing our reality. Our reality changes so much through life. I talked about the new norm on the other one. You know, they talk about new norms. Some of us face different norms every day. That we done seen so many things that we don't know what normal is. So we're going to stick to the precepts and the principles over here at PSMCOR. This podcast is geared toward understanding. Where understanding is not optional. And we never judge the journey. Again, thank you till next time. This is Greg signing off.